What's up? It's me. I'm back with a final Loose Ends episode for 2022. Uh, talking about Q4, uh, there are only a few albums to talk about, really. Um, all of them are from October and November. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and put this out before I do my December episode, just because... I already only have four albums picked out for December, and I mean, the albums from December that I listen to are the ones I'm going to be talking about in that, um, and the only reason I haven't even published the uh, December episode yet is because I'm waiting on one album in particular, and it's the new Mike album, and it comes out on the 21st. Uh, so I'm literally just waiting on that, and that's kind of like holding off my uh, year-end list and all of that, because I just don't want to do like my year-end list and then do a December episode, because that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And also, last year, I pretty much did like my uh, top 50 albums and songs and stuff, like, I think the very last week of the month, so I figured I would kind of do the same thing again this time. Uh, but yeah, uh, all of these, like I said, are from October and November, and uh, there are only a few here, so uh, this is probably going to be a really short episode. Uh, but I still, you know, wanted to keep up the tradition. I did Q1, Q2, Q3. So here's Q4. Uh, as always, I'm going to start from kind of like my lowest rated and then go up. Um, but my lowest rated is still a, a three-star album. Uh, the first one I want to talk about is, uh, and if you don't already know, I'm just going over releases that I missed in my monthly episodes, uh, so obviously I didn't talk about these in October or November, uh, so I just wanted to give some quick thoughts on each one. Uh, so the first one we've got is the new MIA album uh, called Mata, or M-A-T-A, I'm not sure how you're supposed to uh, say it exactly, uh, but I, I kind of like this one. I, I have it at a three stars. Um, I can't even recall the last time I heard M.I.A., uh, probably the early 2010s when I would listen to her really popular records, and I mean, this is pretty much what I expected it to be. Uh, interesting, colorful production, uh, but less of a pop punch uh, that was on the older stuff. Um, overall, it's a fine album. I don't think it's anything uh, particularly amazing. Um, probably wouldn't go back to it just for that reason, but it's it's fine while it's on. If you're like a diehard MIA fan, you'll probably get more out of it than I did, um, because I'm more of a casual listener uh, as far as uh, her stuff goes. But uh, it's, it's pretty good, pretty decent. Um, three stars for that one out of five. Uh, then we've got the new Field Medic uh, album, uh, Grow Your Hair Long, blah, blah, blah. Um, when I heard this, I started off feeling pretty good about it. Um, like, I was thinking maybe this would end up being like a four-star uh, kind of record. But I'm kind of landing with a three for this one, just because the more it went on, the more uh, that good feeling just kind of turned into a meh, kind of a shrug. Um, I think it starts off pretty strong and then just kind of wears on me by the end. Um, I don't think this one has a lot of replay value for me either. Um, I do like the instrumentation of most of it. It's just, uh, you know, 
pleasant folk and country kind of stuff. Uh, some of the lyrics are interesting, uh, like on uh, I Had a Dream You Died. Uh, but for the most part, I, I don't know. It, it's fine. I, I don't have much to say about it, really. Uh, then we have, uh, excuse me, we have a Reality by Bill Callahan. I wish I got into this one a little bit more. I, I still have it at a three stars, um, but I was kind of, again, expecting like a four for this one. Um, there are elements here that I do enjoy, but the thing about this record is the sparse acoustic instrumentation plus his very monotone voice can go in two different directions. Um, for one, it can put you into this kind of cool trance, um, but also it can kind of make you like constantly check how much of the song is left and just feel kind of disinterested. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I do understand the appeal of his songwriting. I think he is a good songwriter. It just... I don't know. It it kind of marries the old school with like the modern uh with the modern. I always say modern like modern. Um but yeah, it kind of marries the old school with the modern and it can flip between like really sad and really funny and kind of be both of those things at the same time. Uh which I do admire. Uh but I don't know, like I said some of it's kind of a drag, but I also don't want to shit on it cuz there are parts of it that I do really like. So very down the middle for me. So I would go with like a 3 star for this one as well. Uh then we have uh moving up a half star, uh 3.5 out of 5. I've got uh and I have been by Benjamin Clementine. Uh this one's just a uh, a very pleasant singer-songwriter like piano-based record uh, with some great lush orchestral arrangements. Um, I guess it kind of feels like it's missing something to get it over a hump to like four-star territory, but I also don't dislike any of it. Um, I think his voice is great. Um, it had been a few years since I heard his music. I had kind of forgotten about him, and then I saw the uh, promo for this album, so thought I'd give it a spin. Uh, then we have Dayglow with People in Motion, uh, 3.5 out of 5. Uh, while I do prefer the jangly bedroom pop sound of Fuzzy Brain from 2019, uh, with all of his really big songs like Can I Call You Tonight, um, I think that stuff is top-notch. Um, and I still like this too, but not as much, um... But, I, I don't know, it's still a respectable, like, vibey, fun pop record that I think leans way more into just, like, straight-up electronic and dancey kind of music. Um, no one will complain too much if, you know, if anybody throws this on at a party. I think it's a good, just kind of background party record. I think it's, uh, like I said, a 3.5 out of 5. Uh, then we have Skull Crusher with Quiet the Room, uh, another 3.5 out of 5. Uh, this record is very heavy on the atmosphere. Uh, the whole thing marries this kind of DIY indie folk thing that's super popular uh, with this super like washed out reverb sound that makes you feel like you're listening to these songs inside of a cathedral or something. Um, it can be kind of hard to pick apart these songs, but... The whole vibe is very pleasant, and I think it's honestly kind of badass and cool that um, 
you know, the name for this project is Skull Crusher, and then it's such, like, gentle music that does not make you think of the words uh, Skull Crusher. Um, but yeah, it's it's a 3.5 out of 5. I feel like it's... Uh, I feel like Skull Crusher is definitely an artist to watch. I would be very interested to see uh, what she puts out in the future. Uh, then we have Princess Chelsea with Everything is Going to Be Alright. Another 3.5. Um, Princess Chelsea uh, consistently carries this kind of dreamlike aesthetic into this mixture of like 60s kind of pop sensibilities and then like a modern bedroom pop kind of sound. It's a a cool vibe overall. Um, she has this quality that almost makes her come off like a David Lynch character. Uh, funny enough, uh, on this record, she covers In Heaven from Eraserhead. I actually really like that cover. Um, it's probably my favorite track on here. But yeah, uh, 3.5 out of 5 for this one. Uh, then we've got What Kind of Blue Are You by Winter. Uh there are so many like shoegaze slash dream pop records that are dropped constantly every year. Um, it seems like there's more and more and more all of the time. Um, so much so that it's kind of easy to get lost and kind of disillusioned with all of it. But this is surely one of the better ones that I've heard in a while. Um, it's nothing mind-blowing or anything, but it's still pretty good for what it is. It's a solid album. Um, I think the song Good is a sexy-ass jam. Um, easily the best song on here. It features uh, Sasami, uh, who I like a good bit. Uh, but yeah, uh, cool record. Um, kind of another like background record, but instead of like a party, like more for just like you just want to lay around your room and just kind of relax, just light some candles and just kind of you know, smoke a little bit of that herb, just, uh, you know what I'm talking about, you know, um, yeah, cool, cool vibey record, uh, 3.5 out of 5, uh, then we have Sunday in Heaven by Zella Day, uh, Zella Day coming through with a pure pop record that's just unabashedly, uh, just confidently her, just trying on all these different sounds, uh, Flipping between like dancey tunes, rock and roll tunes, and kind of like pop ballads, um, but staying pretty consistent throughout. Um, I don't know how much I'll go back to the whole thing, but certain songs like uh, Dance for Love and Radio Silence are honestly contenders for some of the best songs of the year. Really, really great stuff. Um, total bangers. Um, yeah, 3.5 out of 5 for this one as well. And, uh, moving up a half star again, uh, next we've got Sentimental Fool by Lee Fields. I mean, you really can't go wrong with some, uh, old school kind of soul stuff, in my opinion. Um, the performances on here are, are, uh, absolutely electric, just really passionate, really great stuff. And you can tell this guy has been around the block a few times. Uh, he's very charming and demanding on the microphone. And in my opinion, that's what this music is all about. That personality, that charisma, and he definitely has it. I think this is a really good record. Uh, four out of five, uh, Sentimental Fool by Lee Fields. 
Uh, and the last one I have to talk about is uh, Bonnie Light Horseman with Rolling Golden Holy. Um, really lovely homespun folk and country kind of vibes. Um, kind of reminds me of an older version of the uh, recent Big Thief record, uh, Dragon New War Mountain. Um, kind of like if that record and then Harvest Moon by Neil Young had like a baby. Um, it would definitely be this record if, you know, you mix those two things. Um, the first half is super strong, especially, uh, with Exile and Summer Dream, uh, definitely being the best tracks on here. Um, maybe loses me a tiny bit in the second half. I feel like if, you know, the whole vibe kept up the, um, uh, the quality of the first half, it would probably be like a 4.5, but I'm, I'm feeling a four just because of the second half not being totally there for me, but it's, it's all still good stuff. It's, it's a solid record overall. Um, yeah, like I said, four out of five and, uh, yeah, Q4 loose ends. Um, like I said, I'm pretty much done for the year, uh, for listening to music. Like I said, uh, the only thing I'm waiting on is an album for my December episode because it's coming out at the very last possible minute. Uh, you're killing me, Mike, but I love you. I'm really excited to hear your album. And uh, yeah, so be on the lookout for the December episode. Uh, probably going to uh, put that out like a day or two after the 21st. Um, cause like I said, just waiting on that. And uh, yeah. Uh, that's going to do it for this episode. Um, and uh, as always, uh, peace and be well and uh, sending good vibes your way. And uh, stay warm out there. It's getting pretty chilly. Uh, see ya. See you next time.